This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Like, is this to make... This is for homemade soda, right? Yeah, this is for homemade strawberry soda. Okay. Um, and he sent us a photo of the berries and the sugar and the water and a photo of just a bottle of bubbles, he said. So um, so he's getting ready to pour them all in, but obviously you have to filter them out or else you'll get too much seed. Yeah, you have to filter um, out the seeds, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, anyway... Um, he winds up hurting himself pretty bad. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names on the red carpet linebacker hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Show and that's a, a little well, delay. Uh, what up, what up? I'm in New York still, at, and I have never really explained why. Have I talked about why I've been here? Have I said that yet, I'm, Sean? Oh, uh, I don't think you did explain it. Um... It's for what we're doing today, because what we do on the show is a lot. We we started the show to help people, um, especially with their careers, but not just their careers, but like their personal lives as well. Uh, people who are most in need can sort of uh, like listen to us and uh, maybe use our example and the examples of our friends who have been uh, so successful in their own lives to fix themselves. I came here to help somebody who is probably the most in need of of any of our listeners. Um, he has fallen on very hard times. He has tried to destroy the show multiple times, but that's behind it. It's, th- those efforts have been so unsuccessful that they're very easy to forgive. Uh, and so what I've been doing here oh, yeah. is... Uh, no, go ahead, Sean. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it is very easy to forgive. First of all, I love my haters. I wake up every day so motivated by the haters out there yeah. to inspire me. And this guy's just like kind of a really fun version of one of our haters where you're able to put a face to the name. And also his efforts are so weak to destroy it that you almost wonder if he loves the show so much that he's kind of just having a goof. He wants to make the show stronger. Can't. He can't seriously be trying, you know? Um, and yeah, so, ob- it's, it's so great. obviously, I mean, you know who it is. It's Tom Sharpling. Uh, Tom, is, Tom is here in the yeah. New York studios. How's it going? Uh, I, hey, Sean. I, uh, Hi, Tom. I got a call uh, from 
a listener a few weeks ago, shortly after we did the episode where you and Julie came on and saying that you were going to, you had sold the movie rights to our podcast and yeah. you were stealing it for yourselves. Mm-hmm. I got a call that uh, somebody had seen Tom floating on his back in the Hudson River, mm-hmm. clearly alive, fully, fully clothed. Yeah. And, but like having a conversation, wearing a, like a piece of seaweed as like a Bluetooth. Sure. Headset. Yeah, no, I can explain that. Okay. I was working, because look, I if you're going to be in this business, you just do it for the work. That's what I do it for the work. The money find you chase excellence, and money find chases you. Is yeah. what I say with this this uh, field. Uh, I find myself blessed enough to be in, and uh, we. I had been a part of uh, optioning and developing the Hollywood Handbook movie, and it actually, I honestly can't think of a way it could have gone better uh-huh. it uh the movie is great and uh everybody would it was great it doesn't it doesn't currently exist anymore i guess anymore it doesn't exist it just doesn't exist anymore it did exist uh-huh. and it was really good mm-hmm. and uh we're just really trying to get these dr- these drives if you format them incorrectly it's really tricky with these things like there's like DOS fat when you like partition a new hard drive. And so you, you to, had it in the yeah in the can basically. You have to be very careful with that. I'm finding out what was it, on the drive. Was that the footage? movie? The movie you was shot on. the whole thing. The finished movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then did they, did they get can, like? Can I ask? Did they get wet? They they did get wet. That's not what the problem was. Initially, they were. I was wet when I, I tried. I was wet when I tried I to fix question? them. Go ahead. What's did you that? Try to, did you try to? Did you try to dry off the wetness with some form of fire? I was try, I was cold also because I was so wet. The first of all, let uh-huh. me back. Let me back up on the wet thing. I'd look. Work is okay. work. You know what I mean? Like the way a guy like a Michael Caine, he'll do a blockbuster one week, and next thing you know, he's doing a thing just for the money. And I, I was doing one of the Seinfeld tours, right? I was kind of running one of those. And you remember the episode when Kramer uh, hit the golf Wait, this ball is a tour the whale? Of, uh, this is a tour of New York City yeah. where people can go see uh, shots, like, but like locations where... Where things were filmed. Where yes. Seinfeld was filmed. And that to you is the equivalent of Michael Caine doing the Batman movies. Work is work, brother. So I was... It is. It is. Thank you, Sean. You, Sean gets it. So I was. Remember the episode when Kramer hit the golf ball in the in, right in the whale's blowhole, and then the whale yeah. they had to. I the was. Sea, the sea was angry, Tom. The sea was angry that day. Yeah. So I went out there. From George. What's that? He said from George. From, from George says it. That's how yeah. when he says a quote, George, he says he says from, from whoever okay, it was. Yes. So I was showing everybody, because it's a dual thing. It's where Sully Sullenberger landed the plane and where Kramer hit the golf ball into the whale's blowhole. And then the... Costanza. What's that now? Costanza. That's the Co- last name jo- of the yes. person who said that. I, I think, Sean, at this point, with all due respect, if we're talking about Seinfeld and you say George, we know you mean Well, you're Costanza. a tour guy. You're a Seinfeld tour guy. Okay. You can't assume that everyone else knows all this sure. stuff. This is okay. your job. So I have to assume that this is like a guy who... Is maybe watching his first Seinfeld on the tour? Well, Sean's not. Oh, on, you're no. not giving the tour right now, okay. Tom. 
I get it's very hard to tell the difference sometimes. I did so many of those tours. And the people. Mm hmm. Yeah. The, that's the pin code. <laughs> that was, yes. Um, that's right. And if. Bob Sacamano. Bob Sacamano. Yep. This okay, is, so what what happened with the drive? Basically, the, it was a very surly group on the uh-huh. tour, and they pushed me into the Hudson. And part of me just decided to, I was going to go back and fight them, and then another part of me just decided to just, like, just float there. And yeah. I guess that's when somebody must have seen me. But then I went home wet, and... Elaine. I was going <laughs> to... Elaine, yes. That's the another character on Seinfeld. And, uh... He, I, uh, he thinks he thinks Elaine's last name is pronounced Venus. So if he uh-huh. if he says that, just, okay, I'll just, just I'll let that go. Yeah, I was going to watch the movie to cheer myself up, and kind of remind me why I'm in this business in the first place. And then, the, <laughs> uh huh, yeah, be, Elaine Elaine Venus. See, so yeah, by this yeah. point, I would have given you a sticker on the tour because. You've you've kind of gone uh, so far above and beyond everyone else knowing knowing your Seinfeld trivia. Okay, but so, we have a get. You know, we want to get to. Sure. So, so you oh, get I'm home. Oh, I'm sorry. So I get home, put the movie, try to fire the movie up on the drive, and then the disc, the, the hard drive is just doing that. Yeah. Where you can just hear it's going. Yeah. But it's not starting because so, you're soaking wet. No, it's I didn't. So at that point, I'm just like, what is up with this thing? Yeah. I get my my little uh, screwdriver out and I drip onto the thing. Admittedly, I should, probably should have dried off before I tried to. And can fix I say the when you drive. say home? When you say you get home, it was the it's the train yard. It's the train yard. Yeah. Yes. The okay. train yard. So I, you did manage to get a new abandoned train car to live in. It's pretty the good. Guy. Uh, it's the yeah the soup guy, um. So it's pretty Can't good. Can't have any soup. Would you like another sticker, sir? No, you're not. On, you're not soup. on the tour, Todd. We're okay. in the studio. We're sorry. Talking. Sorry. We're, we're explaining. So. You, okay. So let's suffice it to say this movie is not happening. If anybody listening to this knows how to repartition okay. a. a disk drive no that's not that's, with not, that's inf- not what this is that's not what okay this is that's about. not because that's what part of why i came here no, was we're not doing this to looking fix your, for a tech person what we've what's part of what i came here to do tom has been submitting jokes for the show we we have a submission program for the show where people can fax in jokes because we have we write the scripts ahead of time and a lot of it is ours when we have like a a small staff but it's also supplemented by Jokes that contributors send in. And it can be sort of a training program for uh, somebody to eventually become a staff member on the show. Sure. If it goes really well. Mm-hmm. And so Tom has been submitting jokes. Yeah. Look, I mean, some people would say at one point I was a lock for third chair, maybe even second chair on this show. And I, but there is no ladder at it. You know what I mean? Could yeah. I replace Sean? I think so. And that's but not is the there, attitude. Is there that's any... not the attitude that we're approaching. No, this there's with no today. difference. It's, it's no, it's one of humility. Yes, and understanding the place where we're at now and the location where we are and what we're doing. And Here, hearing Hello, a few of the Newman. Jo- What's that? Hello, Newman. Yeah, that's uh, Jerry's rival, Newman, who is 
His Newman's job is anybody? Jay Peterman. No, Newman is not Jay Peterman. Anybody know what Newman does for a living? Anyone? George. George. No, George is not Newman or Jay Peterman. Oh, it's already. So So let, let's get into what we actually want to do here today for Tom. Because we uh, we advocate transparency on the show. By helping Tom, we hope we can help other people as well. And especially when it comes to the, the joke contributor program. This can help everybody. Cause, I could use some help. on Because we're going to play clips that of jokes that we have done on the last few shows mm -hmm. that were submissions by Tom. And we're going to do a live critique. And it's not just us doing this. We like combining our desperate friends who need you know, the, the people out there who need help with people out there that are doing exceedingly well and are in a position to help them. So we've brought Sharon Horgan mm -hmm. here today, who's a comedian. Uh, she famous for Catastrophe. Uh, it's on your computer. How do they find how, how do they find Catastrophe on the computer? Um, what what time does this finish? Because you said you said we we are getting a slow start. We are getting a slow okay. start. Um, because and I, I you know Tom had this story that he wanted to tell. I try, I don't know how much longer it would have been if I hadn't stopped it. But he told me that story on the way over, so I knew all that. Right. Uh, this I'm, this shows you, I think, what we're dealing with in terms of like the kind of help. Because you say you know this is like. I can't help you is, get that film made, though. No, and that's not the charity work that we're asking oh, you okay. to do. Um, and Does I don't. It make sense that Hey, does it make sense that Sharon knows the whole story and I don't? Is that going to confuse the listeners? Well, it was just on the way over here that Tom was that Tom was was talking about it. Tom was riding. Uh, t Tom sort of was. We didn't have much room in the car, and Tom was riding in the trunk. But it was one of those cars where you can poke your head through the the through the back seat. The armrest. <laughs> through the yeah. through the yeah. armrest. It's like the armrest thing in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was because of me actually legally that they have to have that le that switch you pull down that can get you out of a trunk i was the reason that that's a legal requirement in a new car and that's how you that that's was your career at one point as a guy who gets I, locked in cars in the trunks of cars and sues the i found myself yeah it was kind of like the uh the woman burning herself at the mcdonald's on the hot coffee but for cars yeah yeah, tort reform. Uh, so, Sharon, you're here to do community service, essentially. I mean, well, you you said that you need to do some community service, and this like sort of counts against that for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to help people. Well, I appreciate it first of all because I look up to you because you are like a joke machine and i just want to get these jokes right okay. and any help i can get ms horgan to help me with these jokes i'm gonna take it well i'll have a listen where are they do you have any just like blanket advice about jokes that that you like to tell when people ask you like how do i do the best joke um well you know i mean word, words words are good but they yeah. don't, it doesn't always have to be words that's people get confused it can be visual oh okay or or not. It could yeah, be sure. neither visual nor aural. It could just be. It could just be. What is, uh, yeah. What is the alternative? Um, 
mime. Oh, okay. Like a mime. Uh, like a mime without any visual component. Just a talking mime, right? <laughs> it's a mime. It, well, Can it's I a clarify something? <laughs> yes. Can I yes. Get, yes. Get some clarity because Tom did say like that she was a joke machine. And I have been called that before, but what I realized was they meant that I was like a machine that is in a joke. I guess there's a famous joke about a milking machine that like tugs on a guy's Elaine Venus. And <laughs> and I didn't realize that. And so when you say joke machine, Tom, do you mean a machine that makes jokes or a machine that lives inside a joke? Um I was probably talking about more of a machine that generates jokes more than a machine that uh, yanks off uh, people uh, at farmhouses. It was, yeah, it was a guy visiting the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, his car broke down. Yeah. I mean, we could... Right. We could... I don't know if it would help to tell the joke. Probably well, not. Yeah, I don't think I'm so. not a joke machine. I'm not that kind of joke machine where I know the whole joke. You only know your part in it. I don't want, like the machine in the joke. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't mean that kind of joke. I just meant the kind of machine that would generate jokes. Like, so let's let, let's get into let's play some of these clips. Let's okay. play like some and Sharon can listen to them and we can talk about the jokes and maybe ways we can improve them mm-hmm. um, and maybe you know next steps for you and and all that. So John, engineer John, do you have um do you have the first clip hand, not and the thumbs up like it. it it seems very dismissive when you do it like that. When you just do the thumbs up, do two thumbs. Yeah, do two thumbs and say I'd love to. If I say like, can you play the clip? Can you say I'd love to? I'd love to. Okay. What a triumph for John Favreau. Good on you, John. Yes. Uh, and I, you also hear. Um, did you also hear that Brett was uh, in the Jungle Book and he was playing one of the apes and he had to shave for the part. <gasps> You had to shave. He's naturally more hairy than the I showed. So that was my yeah. So joke. so so that was a conversation we were having about the Jungle Book, and we mm-hmm. had we had put yes. out a call for Jungle Book jokes mm-hmm. specifically, and I sent in about eighty of them. You sent in eighty jokes. Yeah, uh, and. And this one, uh, so the idea of the joke, like maybe you can explain the concept behind this this Jungle Book joke at the cost of our engineer, en- engineer Brett. Go ahead, Sean. I'd love to get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just I'd love to hear the concept because I never really wrapped my head around this one. I thought I, ha- I, thought I had you on that one because both of you guys were cra- cracking up so much yeah. at the joke. So you guys Well, that were- was written in that you wrote that into the, the script. Laugh- I did write. I wrote. Sean laughs, Hayes laughs, Sean says, ooh hoo hoo oh ho ho I can't. <laughs> and look, I don't want to get too inside baseball when I'm coming up with jokes, but I was like, if I'm going to make a Jungle Book joke, I was like, Brett, the guy engineer Brett uh, is a, 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 he's like a clown, like a, yeah. like, right? Yeah. And I was like, let's turn this Jungle Book joke not just about the Jungle Book. Let's, let's. It's like, what? How can? The, what's a good joke to make fun of Engineer Brett in the in the course? Of this? I was like, he looks like a dumb ape. So let's say he's so ape-like 
that for him to make the cut for a movie basically about... I, I didn't see the movie, I just want to say also. I didn't uh-huh. see it. it. I saw the poster. Uh, so got, you're just assuming that it has apes apes in it. and whatnot Okay, in it. well that... Okay, well that's something I'm going to have to... not Because I haven't seen it either. Mm-hmm. And that's something that could be very embarrassing for us if I'm making a joke... That's like Engineer Brett had to shave to play an ape in the Jungle Book. If there are no apes, mm-hmm. then I'm the one that has to hear about that. Sure, from well, my that's boss. Fair. That's a fair, a fair point. I was, I would have bet the farm that there were apes in the Jungle Book, and I would have won that bet. Um, so it's like, what if Brett was so ape-like that to be uh, to qualify as an ape in this movie, he had to remove some of his ape-like human hair to look like an you get it. So so let, let so let's throw this to Sharon. Uh this this jungle book joke. Do you have any like notes on the joke? Like what um, if this were submitted to you for for catastrophe? Well, um uh I think first of all it just I didn't find it um funny. Oh, okay. Okay. But um secondly, that's fair. That's fair. It's uh but that's okay. I mean, jokes can be not funny. We 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 know that. Yeah. Um, but Brett, the engineer, who else knows he's hairy? I mean, it feels very. He's not. Specific. Well, he's not that hairy. So it doesn't even work on that level. It's not observational. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's yeah. surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, just the main thing is, I didn't find it funny. Okay. But okay. Um, what what were the other seventy nine? A lot of them had to do more with, like, other jungle animals. Right. And, and other people who work on this show. Yeah, kind of like saying that, like, Engineer Cody looks like a... And I, I, to be honest, I'll say this. I was getting animals wrong that, I, that are not in the jungle, right? And also, can I also say, also describing some of the animals mm-hmm. confusingly, as if you didn't necessarily know what the animal looked like. That you were trying to make a joke about. The second one, the th- one, the one I thought you guys were going to go with was when I said Engineer Cody uh, stinks like a, j- a jungle skunk, <laughs> and then I guess subsequently yeah. there are no skunks in the jungle. But yeah. um, and well, I mean, if I could just sure jump, jump in there, I think um, Tom, you have to write about what you know. Okay, and if you haven't seen the movie. Don't make jokes about it. Okay. Okay. So that's strike one is I should have seen the movie. Because there might have been a jungle skunk. Not okay. like your everyday there could be a type mm-hmm. of animal mm-hmm. that has a similar, you know Sure. Yeah. Swings by its it could, tail. There, there in the could jungle. be an animal in there that stinks mm-hmm. and you could have compared who's the guy? Sure. Uh, engineer Cody. Engineer Cody to that animal. Mm-hmm. I think he's just about doing the research, yeah. doing your homework. That's good. Okay. Just that's a Google fair. smelly jungle animal. <laughs> yeah. I should have <laughs> Can I jump in just with a note about a lot of the jokes that Tom did submit that are not in this realm? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes, so, I'm glad, I know what you're going to say. I'm glad you're saying this. Go ahead. There was, there was a fair number of jokes about animals, but a lot of it was also just information about the project for the New American Century, uh, PNAC which was like a right-wing government think tank that shortly before 9-11 said that, you know, America would need a new Pearl Harbor in order to engage in uh, the sort of wars abroad for these oil fields. And um, he wanted me to Google Georgia Guidestones 
Uh, he wanted me to Google the USS Liberty. And a lot of those, I wasn't really finding humorous. And I wonder if I just don't get it or, Tom, if there's an angle that I'm missing. Well, Sean... I, I think there's different types of jokes, and some of them are dark jokes, and some are fun jokes. And I was just saying, like, what if I kind of put a twist? Because Hollywood Handbook is generally like a celebratory show, yeah. and the jokes are about movies and mm-hmm. and TV shows. The stuff from the toy. If we, if if life is a department store, well, guys, we're in the toy aisle. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Is how I like to think of it. So I was like, what if uh, what if I took us over to like the automotive aisle or boys clothes or something okay. whatever would so be the equivalent to you, of, yeah cons- because a lot of these were yes 911 conspiracy theories and i'll just and say that to you is the boys clothes aisle <laughs> <laughs> that's look. boys clothes half off with another joke that you had and that yeah, was that was really upsetting i that what look to be fair that was when you guys said there was a good chance you were going to have uh, Michael Jackson's manager on. Uh, that would have been the worst person to do it for. But that's gotcha humor. And I was looking to get some gotcha. That's one thing. I, I was also trying to figure what what voids are there in the Hollywood handbook thing. And you guys don't do a whole lot of gotcha humor. Right? You know, no, yeah. you know what I mean? A gotcha kind of joke, Sharon. No, no. Where it just like, it hurts somebody. Yeah, somebody I said that like, I did know, but I actually don't. Where you go that. like... Like if say you're Michael Jackson's manager and I'll yeah. I'll be Sean. I'm Michael Jackson's manager. Okay. Wait, who is? Sean thinks you were asking you him to be Michael Jackson's manager. Okay, Sean, you're Michael Jackson's manager. Well, who's Sharon? Okay. Sharon is is. I'll just observe. She's a. You re- gotta be somebody. You're a reporter covering this because it's pretty newsworthy that Michael Jackson's manager is in studio. <laughs> Shannon, do you want to be Michael Jackson's manager? No, n- no, no, you? no, no, you, you, you be Michael Jackson's uh, manager. So I'll be. Okay, I've got a cool angle on it, but I'm, uh, I'm open to whatever. Yeah, okay. go for it. Hey, everybody, okay, it's thanks. me. It's me, Sean Clements. We're so excited to have Michael oh, Jackson. Oh, I almost caught the trap. Oh, I almost caught the bear trap. So his angle that he's playing is that Michael Jackson's manager's arm has been caught in a bear trap. <laughs> And now I guess it's over to you. To, how do you, how do you react? Hayes, can you get that you bear would, trap off tell, of him? I guess you would tell the boys' clothes half oh, off. Oh no! Well, here, I'd be oh, like, hey, I uh, can't even look at it. we're all well. We're all so sad about the passing of your number one client, and uh, I see the fucking phone. <laughs> I was wondering, did you? Ever hear if he went to uh, uh, the Michael Jackson special at a at a, a Kmart? Why are you helping me? <laughs> I'm gonna have to 127 hours this mofo. Boy, oh. boy's pants half off. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, well, that's a little off limit. Okay, and then, so and then seems you like go, that gotcha. actually that seems like that actually would have gone yeah. over. Okay. Then you go. Gotcha. I'm glad we play that out because it <laughs> yeah. seemed like he did really enjoy it. <laughs> Can we play? Let's move. Let's play the next clip, which I I think this is from an ad read we did in the Matt Besser episode. And John, I don't know. If, would okay. 
Did you? Would you love to do this, or do you not want to do it at all? I, I'd love to. I'd love to. Great, thank you. I think the whole family. You think it builds strong bonds when the family cooks together? Well, like the kids get involved, they can chop up a. I tell you pepper. what builds strong bonds: steroids. Oh. Hey, now Hayes, Matt hates this. What you're doing? Ooh. So again, so. This is a joke that you submitted again. Mm-hmm. You had really starred this one. You put a lot of like stars and like yeah. drew a lot of arrows around mm-hmm. it, like and said and wrote like "Do it, do this yeah. one." Yeah, must do. Yes. My one big note I have on this is for mm-hmm. you to write in to the script that it fails. Is such a strange strategy that like that the guest booze the joke essentially mm-hmm. and then then you you have me set up to make a joke and then you put in sean's script that 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 the guest hates what i'm doing mm-hmm. in my defense that was more a bit of uh i like to try these different comedy styles on now sharon you do what what would you say is your comedy style just so i could get some perspective uh, when i'm lear- um, learning from you about jokes sharp Sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just sharp. like Shrill. In, shrill. Shrill and sharp. Yeah. Because I was going for anti-comedy on that one, which is kind of like, like. I had, think anti-comedy is a tricky one to pull off mm-hmm. it because w- it often is just not comedy. Yeah, it's anti-comedy. But w- so what kind of a response do you expect from anti comedy, like oh that, or but not <laughs> more sort of. Oh. I guess I meant <laughs> that to... would be great. I mean, even an oh would be good, <laughs> better than booing. But do you want people to get angry? I want people to think with that one ultimately. And, just... and we should explain this to, joke to Sharon by the way, because it's a baseball joke. Oh, we would I have see. to essentially translate to cricket terms for Sharon. Yes, exactly. So Barry Bonds, I guess for you. You would have to picture like a really strong Indian guy uh-huh. who is like in like long white pants uh-huh. and but he's like done steroids to right. get really strong. And where's the joke there? I you got like I guess is it just a statement? Can you give me the name of a top cricket player, Sharon? Um, um, Ian Botham. Jiminy. <laughs> Back in the day? Ian Botham. Oh, okay. Sean said Jiminy. Or... Jiminy. Freddie Flintoff. Okay, Freddie Flintoff. Perfect. So, you know, uh, Freddie Flintoff is uh, a top cricketer. And do you know what helps him build big muscles so that he can swing that cricket bat? Steroids. And then you go. And see, that didn't even get a. But then you go, and this is this is the part Ugh. that I probably should have written out. I was hoping this would get you to just go like steroids. I mean, what is this? Oh, it's... right. You wanted them to riff off. Exactly. Oh, like, it's like... oh it's the beginning. So maybe of if a you'd riff. written um, with the stars and the arrows, just written riff, riff off. Yeah. this. Anti comedy because no people are shocked by the fact that. He's laying out a joke that sucks shit, basically, to be fair to all of us. But then it tees him off to just go, 
I mean, what is this? It's people trying to get bigger and bigger for what? So they can hit a little ball into the stands. And then meanwhile, billionaires are paying for the stadiums and little kids are watching. Right? See, well, that, oh, this so is a l- great riff. Bit of, mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of politics. Yeah, like a Bill Maher. A comment like, on. Yeah, like, this is interesting stuff. Corruption in, in sport. Yeah. Or, and it makes me wonder. Yeah, go ahead. Can I just jump in for a second? Just to, and I don't want to get too far away from it, but I am sort of stuck on. We talked a little bit about comedy style, and the one I heard, the style I heard was sharp and shrill. But the only styles I'm familiar with are casual, forward, and mid. Yeah, these are our for when we do ads for five four clothing. You choose a style profile, uh, and the ones you choose from are casual, forward, and mix. Mm-hmm. And Char- and Sean is confusing those style profiles with um, with oh. the comedy st- with sharp shrill and I guess <laughs> anti comedy. And I love where we're going. I just want to make sure I can wrap my head around it. So like it is is shrill uh, just sort of the British analog for let's say forward or mix. You would need to for Sean to understand that you need to translate your comedy style into something that Sean could wear. Um. <clears throat> Just a tight sweater. Now, do you feel... (laughs) Well, should we... Actually, this is a good segue into the next ad, which I believe is from... The next clip is from the same episode. The next ad read that we did, because we tried to kind of... Once some other stuff wasn't working, we just put your jokes in the ads. Yeah, you slid me over to the ads, which usually it goes the other way, that usually you go from the ads to the show. Yeah. And I went, I'm going from the show to the ads. Yeah. I, th- I think this is a clip from that ad, but if it's not, then it'll be the, the next one. And so, John, what do we say? I'd love to. Okay. Just come in here. Will you come in here and say it can when I, you're going to do that? Can I say I something? I can't hear it when you do it. With the there. engineers, and I don't mean this to be a slight on John or anybody, this just defines the difference between New York and Los Angeles. I just want to say... This is a perfect example of the difference between New York and Los Angeles. This show is? There's just such a difference between New York and Los Angeles. You know? I'd love to. Oh, it's so scary when you disappear on the show like that, when you're in a different room. It's really, really, really scared me really, really bad job. It's just such a difference between New York and Los Angeles. Take, then, then sleep with that. Guys, I'm going to have to bounce in a second, just so you know. I don't want to scare anyone. When I disappear, John, I tell people I'm going to. Okay, well, let's play, let's play this clip, because I think this is relevant to you, Sean. Okay, I like to hear this. Okay. There's a profile for every guy. This is the part Hayes was getting excited for. Is this just for guys? Only dudes. Why? Chicks can wear the same old thing every day, but guys in this modern environment, they really got a peacock to get the ladies. And there's no better way to peacock than to uh, get 5'4 if you're a dude who pees out your cock. I don't know, that's terrible. So this was a joke that Tom submitted for the ad. Mm -hmm. There's no better way to peacock for a guy who pees out his cock. Mm -hmm. And now, Sean, you started to deliver this joke, and then you... And then you abandoned it. Can you sort of describe what you were going through as you? Sure, yeah. My experience was um, Tom had given me uh, an envelope marked classified. Um, It said, do not open until you're ready. 
Uh, and then there's another envelope inside, and it said, this one's a real humdinger. Um, so <laughs> everywhere, anyway, there are 15, 16 envelopes, uh, you know, to get to the joke. And each one keeps promising something really good. So you hear me vamping a little bit in the ad, just trying to get all of the paper off. And then when I do actually get there and go to read it, uh, I mean, maybe it's in the delivery that I did sell out the joke a little bit by saying this is terrible and kind of mumbling it. But yeah, I, I, gotta, I, was I was not happy it, with that. Uh, yeah, and I, and I understand that, but I guess... To me, the joke overpromised and underdelivered. Mm-hmm. Um, the area of pee and cocks—that's uh, not really our show. Um, our humor is more mixed and a little casual. Mm-hmm. Um, that humor is probably too forward, and so I just think that if you're going to say like this one's a humdinger. I would rather have it be in the area of Sean being an ape. I know we don't love that, but Brett being an ape or anything like that. Go ahead, yeah. Sean, I'm going to just say this, and don't take this as a criticism. You're very hard to write for. You're very hard to write for with these jokes. When I write a joke for Hayes, like when I wrote um, in 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 a recent episode, uh, say that. Uh, Bart Simpson is related to Jessica and Ashley Simpson six times. He did it all six mm-hmm. times, even if nobody right. was, even if nobody was acknowledging it in the room. He all six times he did it, and even though the returns were diminishing at best, he kept selling it. He did what was on the page. I just I'm, well, you were there, like uh, uh, brought you there yeah. to kind of watch, and was, you said we were there going, gesturing, uh-huh, keep uh-huh, going, yeah, yeah. go, go, one more, one more, yeah, one more time, like say Bart Simpson on this next wall. The laugh you're looking for, is, you know, the laugh you're looking for is in yeah. another castle, Mario. And I, because and I said to him, it's like the story of Everest. It's like the story of Everest. If you go, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. funny. It's not funny now, but the next time. The fourth time you say, what about Bart Simpson? It's not funny. The sixth time, they're going to lose it. Yeah. It's repetition, uh, another thing in comedy. Do you know repetition? Yeah, I use repetition. I use repetition. Oh, you like, just what, did right there. I know. You said but, this. Um, See, that was funny. Thank you. Maybe if you... Can I use that? Yeah, well, sure. Can I, mean, I use that? Well, in what See, way, See, I then? just did use it. <laughs> Can I just say, this makes me want to cry, like, tears of joy, just watching you grow like this before our eyes. And to learn from... Anyway, go ahead. Thank you. Well, no, I was just going to say, if it is Sean's delivery, (laughs) that's the issue, then it would be good if maybe you could... You could deliver the peas cock, cock, peeing out the cock. Mm-hmm. You know the joke I'm talking about. Yeah, how was it intended? How to was be... it? Yeah, was did you want him yeah, to repeat it? Give me a read, Tom. Well, sure. I'm not a, one of these actors that you can't give me a line. Okay, I'd lo- well, this is what the line read would have been on that. It was like, you know, because out here you got a peacock, brother. You know, you're trying to make your mark. Your peacock peeing out your cock. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> If you wouldn't. That's a really, yeah. I get it now because I didn't get it. Yeah, there's almost a racial component to the character that I didn't. It doesn't show up on the the page. Well, I was hoping. Sean, I was hoping. Parenthetical jive turkey. 
No, I was hoping you'd tap into a character like Street Man. Not, and it's your look. It's still you. It's not. It has nothing to do with race or anything like that. But you're just like because you are fancy in real life, and this would just be you, like almost like Prince and the Pauper style, like the other Sean. Well, if I could su- suggest, if you sort of parenthetically say Street Man or mm-hmm. Jive Talk. Well, I wouldn't say that. Okay. One of those things, when you write a joke like that, you know how you want it to be delivered. Sure. Um, Sean, you know, he came up short on that, but maybe you didn't give him the guidance, you know. I, how many more envelopes yeah, I, am I, I supposed <laughs> to give him? <laughs> Did you? you guys, I, do, I do have to run. Where do you have uh, to I go? This, I got to get into the filibuster right now. Um, we're sort of holding the floor because... Um, do you remember the movie Turbo about the racing snail? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess there's a bunch of people that want to turn that movie, use that footage to make sort of a snail porno. And uh, and then there's other people who don't want to let that happen. And so I'm supposed to get in there as kind of a guy who's worked in movies and who wants to stand up for freedom. Can I ask, so, can I ask you don't have to say what, what side of this that you are you are coming out on, but can do you have like a sample of your testimony? Um, uh, well, I will say that the the phrase snail trail is used several times in the sort of speech I have prepared. Um, so, uh, you know, I won't necessarily say whether it's positive or negative, but what okay. I would say is who's getting hurt. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. Good luck. So, okay, so hopefully, hopefully, yeah, Turbo will be... Um, yeah, well, that's a sure it does have a good point. I mean, it seems like snails are probably getting hurt. Oh, um, I think it seems like they're enjoying what they're doing in the version that I'm picturing. <laughs> okay. Uh, like if they're getting hurt, then it's like that's sort of part of it for them, I guess. Uh, but anyway, I have to get to the filibuster, go through these other jokes. Sharon, it was so great to meet you. Thanks again for sharing some of your time with us. And uh, and that was uh, submitted by... That joke. It was inside. Yeah. See, that's how you sell inside. my jokes. Thank you, Sean. And, I, and the results are clear. So, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, love you, guys. Bye. Sean, I just want to say goodbye to you, uh, and I appreciate when he's gone. Yeah, I think he is gone. Is he gone? Do we have Sean, John? Okay. So that'll happen. I'm waiting to see if you say it back. Wow. Um, This was not the time, I guess, that I expected to do this. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I love... I love Sean. I I don't want to say, like, I... I don't want to say directly to him, but, uh, yeah, I... um, Yeah, I... I love my friend Sean. That's nice. That is nice. Right? I don't get it, though. He seems like a knob. Is that good? <laughs> What's the difference between a knob and a bell end? I can never figure that out. And every well, time I search it, the bell- I only go down weird roads. And then, then uh, the computer shuts is itself off on me. Is this for a joke? You want it for a, for a joke? I think anything is game to be well, material. But a, a bell end is just the bell end. It's the mm-hmm. it's the 
it's the you know why is it all door stuff with you guys <laughs> <laughs> and the knob is i think it's a bit further up the shaft you can it's mm-hmm. it takes in more of the appendage hold on you ever a do minute. like a when you're, if you're I, with a I, fella or something, you the, the, you could do like ding dong on the bell, and then the guy says come in, and you, <laughs> <laughs> then you use the knob. <laughs> I love British comedy, and I've taken so much from it with these things. I hope you, if if you've picked up on me trying to incorporate some of the yeah. elements of it into I what these guys are doing, smell the. Um, influence a little in what you do. You, Tom likes to call his stuff very dry, which I have not seen a lot of. I don't know what you think that means, but your stuff is soaking when, as soaking wet as uh-huh. you yourself frequently are. You don't think any of my stuff is dry? I don't know. Like dryness to me is like not trying very hard. You know, just like deadpan and all that. But uh, you, the the effort, deadpan. Deadpan, oh no, please don't. <laughs> please don't summon Deadpool. <laughs> that would be a pretty, like, if, 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 if that movie got a bad review, it would be Deadpan. Yeah, de- yeah, Deadpan. Okay, that's pretty good. Right? Yeah, and that was a pretty dry delivery. Was it? Yeah. Here's my Deadpan of Deadpool. Deadpool? Dead poo. If it, if you didn't like the movie, you could just say dead. Dead poo. Dead poo. Yeah. Dead poo. Yeah. Which is kind of you know it's like shit sandwich. It's the same. No? Yeah. Sure. Dead poo. <laughs> John, can we play the next clip, please? This is from the John Daly episode, I think. I'd love to. For first, just a little horse and pee to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But your tolerance builds up, and you yeah. need even more horse and pee, just Hor- to just to feel normal. Yeah, porous and heat. That's how I felt about my skin after this float tank this morning. Oh, brother. So that was the episode we did with John Daly. Mm -hmm. We put out a call for Horace and Pete jokes because we knew we were going to be talking about Horace and Pete on the show. Uh, You had this joke for John specifically Mm -hmm. to set up that he had been floating in a... Sensory deprivation Sensory deprivation tank, which is what... I. Probably 60% of your jokes are about these sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah. I just, I feel like it's the kind of thing that people really just, it's going to be like the next, like, panini. You know, like the way every joke is a panini or throw up in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sensory Paninis. deprivation. Yeah. It's a funny word. It's a funny reference. I miss this. But panini makers and vaping and then sensory deprivation tanks are next. In terms of just like we did, um, we did sensory deprivation tanks in England, like that's ten years back. Well, we're just getting it here now. Okay. Who was was that? Like a Fry and Laurie thing? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a Les Dawson kind. Of, they're just they've just been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So Wogan would be in a sensory. Wogan deprivation. would have been a lot of his fifty mm-hmm. percent of his material would have been mm-hmm. sensory deprivation tank yes. based. Jimmy Savile in a sensory deprivation tank. I can't comment. Yeah, that would be Sharon good is, if he was in Sharon one, right? Is pretty closely tied to that case. <laughs> I think that's what it. maybe this community service that she has to do is, is sort of connected to. Because, well, look, when I, for that the porous and heat joke, John Daly's a dancer when it comes to words. And I'm just like, 
he just plays with the rhythms of it the way like Fred Astaire dances, and yes. I'm just like mm-hmm. Jaws, Horace and Pete, Horace and Heat. Like I just yeah. figured the rhythms he's going to get into, and it's like if a guy's a dancer, you got to let him dance. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to do. Well, here's this is my main issue. What's that? That was a rejected joke. That was an at rejected joke. And then I kind of made a. And then you went around. Yes. Us. And then run around. I walked it into him. Literally. Yeah. As he was in the thing, I have a dry erase board that I held in front of him. Horace and Pete, porous and heat. Just like that sensory deprivation tank you were in today. And then he did. Is it worth the effort? For the the joke? Getting the board and writing that down and pushing it. I didn't pay for the board. So I pay for the markers. Those I can't find. The board I got for free. Well, I didn't get it. it. And there's a cut. You can sort of hear a cut. And the, the editing is good. But So what Tom does is he takes this dry erase board with a joke on it. And he's, so, he's standing outside the window to our studio. And he's so excited that he puts the dry erase board through the window, mm-hmm. smashes the window, c- cuts up the back of his hands so yeah. badly. Yeah. Oh. Which, yeah. Is, which is, I think, why like part of the reason... John did end up delivering the joke because I think we all thought you were going to die. We thought it'd be my last joke. Yes. So he was. I didn't. Well, that that takes a little bit of the the kind of the the pride for me out of landing that one. And the fun. And and yeah. the fun. Yeah. Poor. Can I let me? I'm gonna write a joke. Right. I'm gonna show that I can do this. Let me just write for you guys right now. Okay. Okay. Is this a sensory deprivation tank joke? You'll see. I'll just whisper the jokes. If you guys talk, I'll whisper jokes for the two of you. Okay? Can we try that? Okay. So this is like, I'm. what, am I interviewing Sharon? Like, just sort of what we would normally Mm -hmm. do on the show? Yeah. Okay. So, like, what do you, what's America? Interesting. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, it's just. What do you think of McDonald's food? Um, <clears throat> I, um, clear your I, throat again. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not a, f- no, I'm really not, cough. <coughs> I'm not a huge good. fan of, um, McDonald's because of, yeah. um, it's shite. Uh, the smell. Say it's, sh- it's just, a bit it's shite. Just, it's a bit shite. Really. Now oh. go, what's that mean? What's that? What's that mean? Shite. It's just a variation of, um, of shit, but sort of friendlier. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. Makes me look like an idiot. But they're jokes. Oh, okay. But um, why do you enjoy? What's um, the extra E stand for? In well, shite. What's the extra E stand? Sorry to not respond. Your uh, ask me a question. But what's the extra E stand for in shite? E. coli. It's E. coli. Well, that's something that you might get eating at McDonald's sometimes. <laughs> that's true. Well, that was a great opportunity. Why don't you give me that joke? Mm, I think shit. he. I think he did. Give- <laughs> God damn it. He set you up for that joke. I think that's the... I cleared all the brush and then I leave the... Motherfucker. Okay. Ask about... um, uh, Parliament. Okay, that's good. So, Parliament. Yeah. Is it... What up with that? Is it... What up with that? (laughs) Well, I mean... In, in what way? Do you, can you, I mean, that's quite a vague question. I like the way you asked it, but what do you mean? What? 
I pr- Parliament. Parliament. I prefer. Is that a cigarette? Is there a cigarette? Parliament. Yeah. I okay. So. Um, I Parliament. Prefer I prefer. Camels. Camels. Okay, I, I'm no, trying don't. not to laugh, but that <laughs> is good. Yes, that's that is. Now you funny. say, you okay. say, vote them all out. Vote them all out. Voldemort. Vold, yeah, Voldemort out. Voldemort. Yeah. How do you get that? How do you get that uh, scratch on his face? How, anyway. How 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 get that? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how, the opposite of Voldemort. <laughs> Harry Potter's the opposite of Voldemort. How did? I, Harry Potter get that scratch on his face anyway. Yeah. Now you say Harry Potter more like let me think, give me give me time on this one. Harry Potter more like I agree with you that the time is right for a more like Harry Potter joke. more like scary. I don't. Do you want help? Okay, this would here we go. Okay. Harry Potter you know I, I do fencing. I do like erotic who, fencing, who, who, so who, I parry hotter. Who, who is talking? That. You. You. Sharon. Okay. Ha- Harry Potter. No, wait, this is Oh, wait, this is Sean. Okay, this is sorry. Hayes' line now. Okay. Sorry, I got you mixed up. But Sean's do, not here. What's my lead in? You, to the, you said just, Voldemort. You go, ah, from Harry Potter. Voldemort. Ah, from Harry Potter. Yeah. You know I like to do erotic fencing, so I parry hotter. <laughs> Okay, I, so I am gonna be just taking that one. Okay, so we're so, oh, so I landed. So this one. is so this is actually what the episode is gonna be now. Congratulations, we're not gonna be using you mm-hmm. for this episode anymore. So the whole thing about like us helping you. So like th- this worked out great because now I have a great interview episode with Sharon, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna be cutting your stuff out. And the whole thing about you trying to like be a contributor or whatever, that's all going to be gone. That's okay. And it's just going to be the interview. Okay, sure. Because I think we really... I'm interested in the finished product. I think we really product. have something. I'm interested in the finished product. Okay. You know that you have no claim to this. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable with that at this point. What does at this point mean? At this point in my life. Yeah, but, I, but it's got to be at, at any point. You can't... I don't want you coming back later and being like... Hey, like I noticed you used all my stuff for that interview with Sharon. Like, like, am I gonna see any, any points on that? Or, mm-hmm. or, or can I, you? can I do it myself too? Like on the Seinfeld tour, if I'm just like, by the way, everybody, uh, we're coming up on. Uh, you can do it with. This is where Mickey and Kramer <sighs> went to the hospital, and were patients. With com- acting like they had different illnesses. What about? So, I think I think if you're if say you're writing a new script because mm-hmm. you write films as sure well, yeah. yes so many. If you're, if you're writing a new a script one. and it's a film about fencing and you get to the sex scene, then mm-hmm. he should be able to use the the Perry Hotter joke because you know I, I kind of think maybe that's your problem. Don't try and shoehorn um, on you know. Don't shoehorn your jokes into um, shapes that don't fit the joke. So I take the joke. Take the joke. And build the whole thing around one joke. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's one way. But also you could just have a little envelope or a box and you could just put those and put future 
projects put that you know with mm-hmm. masking tape on the front just right f- with a sharpie and then future projects future projects and then then you know over time all those ter- terrible jokes that you're trying to you know shoehorn into things will have a, a home and and it won't be so awful for everyone these materials you're asking a lot <laughs> of time these things might be a little box tough to come by sharpie and I, I could see him paper. I guess there at, has to be paper looking too, at, right? Looking at yeah. the, if he say he gets his hands, pad. On, let's say he gets his hands on a box. Envelopes. He, he, Envelopes. He, he, we know he has those. He's putting. I don't have any left. I, those last sixteen I did for Sean's uh, peeing my cock joke. He puts all his future projects in the box, and then he starts thinking like, "Wait, why do these future projects get this nice place to live?" <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm out here. <laughs> And so, you know, I could see Tom turning himself into a future project so he can live in the box. Am I, does this seem like something that, how this might play out? Well, I guess a way I can justify it is if I write a joke on my face and then I'm with the other jokes or or projects (laughs) in the box, I can climb in. Then I'm not, it's, there's nothing shameful about that. Okay. I'm just another project. So what I guess what we got is a great episode of the show, like mm-hmm. a real I think news making interview with Sharon. Sure, <laughs> and a, a place for you to be warm. Okay, I I'll take it. This is a win. This is a win for me. At least I'm not in the Hudson anymore. Uh huh. That Seinfeld tour is so hard. I'm telling you. I don't even think these people know what sign. Half these people don't even know what it is. What What are these ones that you're? I I hear about you doing them sometimes at night. And the bass is so unwieldy. The the bass. Yeah, I have to play that dumb thing <laughs> at every stop. Why don't you just um, record it onto some it's, sort of it's RIAA recording industry oh. tie ups and then. You know, I don't they, want they, Castle they, Rock they coming after me. In, yeah, they threw him into the Hudson. You yeah, can't get an well. assistant. Well, I just don't want to pay the clearances for it. The, the original sample? No, that? get an assistant to carry the bass. Oh, I can't afford that. Uh-huh. She's driving the van. The Seinfeld van. And the little amp. Those aren't cheap. Mm-hmm. But you have to do. You do have to do kind of a sound. You can't. Even that is a little too close. You have to do kind of a sound alike of it. Yeah. Oh, I can do that here because this is yeah. not the tour. Okay. But what's the one you do on the tour? <laughs> Bye. On Ron and Beverly, we love to ask our guests difficult questions. Can I ask yes. you a question about the N-word? Sure. Offensive? Okay. Were you the cutest baby that's ever been born? I know you were. Pat Jewish? First of all, yeah, are you? I am not. Not at all? Have you done your DNA with Ancestry.com? Yeah, that's I haven't given? done the DNA. Why haven't you done that? Is it derogatory to call you a kiwi? Your face is like a baby face. You're, if Kid and Play had a baby together, then it would be you. Do you mind if I make a quick phone call? Uh, okay. That's so oh, cute. My, did you get a note? Sure. What about your great-grandparents? Were they slave owners? They must have been. Oh, your poor mother. Listen to Rana and Beverly today on Earwolf.com, Howl, or your favorite podcast app. Hollywood Handbook is 
Brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbs. Ow, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.